Hello, hello, and welcome to another Two Network Match Report. It's just finished at the Amex Stadium. It's ended Brighton 1, Newcastle United 0. It's not the fourth straight victory that we all wanted. It's not even a draw that we could take away. So that leaves us um, with nine points out of the first six games, three wins, three defeats. Look, it's been a quite a it's been a quite a frustrating afternoon. Um, let's start with the first half. I thought I mean there's no surprise with the team sheet uh, looking the same, um, but I thought in the first half as much as it seemed that we we allowed Brighton to have a lot of possession um, away from home, which I, th I think it was largely to be expected. We seemed to hold our own quite well, I thought. Um, it was only a couple of times that they possibly got in behind us and even though they had maybe a couple of half chances in the first half, I was quite pleased with, again, the defensive solidity that we showed um, and it's, it, it seemed to be a hallmark of our previous uh, games that we've played, the last few that we've won. A really solid uh, defensive platform to build upon. It was obvious that we were obviously again, once again, very clear to see, soaking up pressure and looking for the counter-attack. Now, we had a first big chance from a corner. Again, we've looked really, really dangerous from corners this season, particularly with Matt Ritchie whipping them in. And we had um, what looked like a training ground routine with Mikel Marino on the edge of the box firing and it a really, really good save uh, from Ryan, I think it was, in, in the Brighton goal. But apart from that, I, I mean, in terms of the first half, I didn't think that we found... I don't think our passing was as crisp all day, really. I thought it was a lot sloppier than it had been. Panicked a little bit, perhaps. I mean, you, do, you don't know how much the psychology of the, this, this Brighton fixture plays in, given the, you know, the, the very recent history of last season. Um, that, that amazing away win that we recorded on the way to the title at the Amex. But they just seem to be playing under... They seem to be playing under sort of quite a lot of unspoken pressure today. It, it's, it, it felt trying too hard so that balls would end up being quite sloppy. We, we really failed to find Hosselu as well. I mean, if you, if you, if you look at the Stoke game we were able to find Hosselu a lot easier. However, we, we, we didn't really do that. I thought we, in terms of the final third, we, we, we seemed to kind of lack a lot creative, creatively. Um, we had a really good, we looked quite, when we did have the ball in the final third, in the first half, I thought we looked really dangerous. They, their defense seemed to be, you know, all over the place. Whereas ours seemed to be uh, very solid. But even when we did eventually find Hosselu, it was kind of, it wasn't a ball directly to him. It came off, I think, possibly dunk it was in the uh, Brighton defence. And I thought he, his anticipation was quick and it was a snapshot. He, he really, he, he, he snatched at it really, Hosselu, and it went past the post. It could have gone anywhere. Had he passed it a lot slower, Richie was there for the tap in, but it just wasn't a B. Um, I hope this kind of doesn't keep up with Hosselu as 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 much as um, you know. I, I wrote an article midweek about the importance of Hosselu in this system. 
But when you don't find him, you, you don't really give him that many chances. And I think that was really his only his only genuine chance at a goal. And it was a half chance at best. He had to kind of react very quickly. But that's a couple of games now, and I don't want his head to drop because of this. And I don't want it to become a thing that he that he hasn't scored, and then it'll play on his mind. Because the longer it goes, the worse it'll get. And what we need is goals, which we saw today. But we had that half chance, and as much as yeah, we looked really dangerous in the final third in the first half. It, I don't think we we didn't show it enough. We didn't we didn't exploit enough opportunities to to really ask questions of them, knock on their door. And after the break, so it went in quite a nervy half time. We seemed to be the most, probably the happier of the two teams, keeping them at bay. And, you know, in Rafa Benitez's teams, he likes to play cautious first half. He likes to feel them out. And that's when he, in the second half, is when we'll pick out where he feels the defence is being exposed, weaknesses. And he'll play accordingly and tell his players to go out and attack, you know, particular areas or attack in a particular way. But it was Brighton that 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 came out of the traps fastest in the second half, and we we were kind of under the cosh for quite a while before their their free kick. And again, it's got to be it's got to be down to poor marking their goal, the way their their player, um, not sure who it was managed to get round the back. I mean, at first I thought it was Lascelles' man. And it might have been, but seen, the, seen on the replay, he seemed to be with somebody else. But one thing's for certain, once that ball got knocked into the back post and headed back by into the centre by the Brighton man, Jamal Lascelles wasn't marking anybody at that point. Um, so I don't know if that was, I, I don't know if that was his man, if anyone else <laughs> knows or have seen any analysis since uh, since the final whistle that could answer that question, by all means correct me, but, and it was Hosselu and Marino on on, this, on the goal scorer, Hamed, who, two of them, on one guy, and he just wanted it more, and I, I, I don't know if that was intentional, whether, you know, their striker should probably be marked by one of our centre-backs, I don't know if that was an error. I don't know if that was intentional by Rafa Benitez or whatever happened on that goal. You've got to give Brighton credit for the the ingenuity of it because it caught us cold and flat-footed. But the marking twice on on on, on both um, elements of the play of that set piece were woeful, and you know we, can't, we you can't make mistakes like that. You can't miss a snapshot like Hosselu did in the first half. And then defend like that for a for for a free kick and expect to be winning one nil. You know it doesn't work like that. We're going to be punished. We're going to be punished for for mistakes, defensive lapses like that. And you know, like we like I said for the Huddersfield game, it's not like we've been turned over today. It was really tight. It was on it was on the wire. I thought it, it really could have gone either way. Had Newcastle taken the lead at that point, you'd equally think. Yeah, fair enough. Like it, it wouldn't be, a, it wouldn't have been a huge surprise. But likewise, because the name, the game was on such a knife edge, and and there was a lot of parity. I thought in the first half, when they did go ahead, I thought, given the the, the previous five ten minutes that they'd had, they probably deserved that, simply because they'd started the second half a lot stronger than us, and then it sort of went a bit stale. Um, and again, it was this lack of creativity in the final third, you know. 
We weren't getting the ball at the Hosselu. Perez is working hard, but a, a few of his passes were misplaced. He wasn't really creating anything. We weren't getting as much joy from the wings. I mean, I saw decent overlaps from Bemba and, and Yedlin and Atsu seemed to be everywhere, as did Richie. Again, we were working hard and there was a lot of movement. And But when it comes to key passes and chances created, I just felt that we weren't... We just didn't show the quality today. And, you know, Marino... You know, he showed some nice touches, but again, because he's sitting so deep, he's too far away to be able to be affecting movement and balls through through balls into the penalty box in and around the penalty box so i thought in that respect maybe the tactics didn't didn't really work today and well they didn't <laughs> uh, quite frankly but benitez saw that the tactics weren't working and, and credit to him he hauled off hayden and hosselu and he brought on shelvy and gale the, the the sort of tried and tested b plan b from from the previous season where Shelby would look to knock in balls towards Gale, find him, find his movement, and he, he very nearly did that in his first sprayed ball into the penalty box and won a corner from Gale's movement. Then Shelby hit the, hit the post from the corner. I think he meant that. I think he's seen the gap, and I think, I, you know what Shelby's like? He's, he, in reserve games, he's been going, he's having shots from the halfway line. There's no way he didn't mean to have a shot from that corner uh, flag, but. It, it wasn't to be and I just felt and and this was probably the most frustrating element for me of the whole game today and it's it's a disappointing result but had we shown the urgency that we did in the final 15 minutes in that game 1-0 down applying pressure get Brighton on the back foot whipping balls in looking for for gaps through the center as well we were trying different things i remember a clearance from a corner where marino stopped a, a counter-attack and threaded a lovely ball through to shelby who was just out there still from taking the corner and he was close to squaring it for somebody and it it, it, it just didn't it just didn't happen but you know in that last 15 minutes just seen on here in the last 15 minutes we had 75 percent possession which is crazy, absolutely crazy. Brighton were, Brighton were fighting for their lives in that. It was like the Alamo at the end. But again, had we shown that urgency, and we, and, and we got loads of shots off target. Sorry, we got loads of shots off on target. So, you know, by the end of the game, we've had 17 shots with five on target. They've only had seven and three. So st we've had 51% possession because of, probably largely due to that last... 15 minutes of that 75% possession brought us brought us up. So we had eight corners to there too, you know. We stats wise, you look at that, we dominated, but that's not really how the game went, and that's when you kind of need to take statistics and a sort of visual analysis of the and a, and a feel for the game into account when you when you look back and you report on these games. I think difficult we're not going to win every game but I thought we were I thought we were worthy of a draw today I really did I didn't think Brighton were amazing I thought I thought they dealt with our corners very well I thought they showed good physicality and I, I can't begrudge them their win because I think
you know, you, you look back at that save that Rob Elliott made from uh, March as well in the, at the start of the first half. That could have made it 2-0. That, that could have been game over at that point. But what, what a save. And he saved it, you know, just on the line. So if you think in that respect, clear-cut chances and should they have scored, like, yeah, Brighton probably would have edged it 1-0 maybe. But I, I think... I think a draw probably would have been a, a more maybe a fairer result, but look, Brighton had the conviction. Brighton were able to finish where we couldn't, and they take the three points. And it, it was an opportunity to pull away from a potential relegation rival, which we haven't taken. But look, I would have liked a draw today. I would have liked to have remained unbeaten in four. It's not to be. But let's let's look at the positives. I know. It's going to be tough to take, and we've got a massive, massive game at home to Liverpool, which is not going to be easy. But at the same time, they like to concede Liverpool. Rafa Benitez will not want to lose against Liverpool, given it's his own old club, a lot of history there. The atmosphere is going to be amazing on Sunday night, and uh, I think I, th I think this will give hopefully a bit of a kick up the kick up the arse because I think. We can't make mistakes. We, we, I mean, Rafa Benitez said it in midweek. We can't make mistakes like we did, like we did against Stoke, because we will get punished for them. And I think that's what happened today. I think the defending from that set piece, it was one set piece, but it was enough. And that's what the Premier, that's how brutal the Premier League is. But if we, if we take the start, the first six games, into account, six played nine points. I think everybody would have taken that. I think Benitez would have taken that at the start of the season if you were told you're going to win three out of the next six and lose three. I think we would have taken it. It's a steady start. It keeps us in the top half of the table. It got it. It's got us on a good run. It's made us look. It's made St James's Park look a bit more like, you know, um, a fortress, which is what we've always <laughs> craved for for years. And yes, we got. We got beaten off Spurs in the first game of the season, down to ten men. But I don't think, I don't think looking at the fixture list, many people might have expected us at the start of the season to to beat both West Ham and Stoke, two very established mid-table Premier League sides. And yeah, we've lost two. We've lost two very, very close knife-edge games to. The other the other teams who we got promoted with Brighton and Huddersfield that we might feel that we could have at least got a point from or two points from, um, but it's but it's not to be. But what we have to do is we have to, I think, set piece play. We're going to be looking at this week. I think we we just we need to find Hosselu more against Liverpool. We need to look at how crisp our passing is. Hopefully it was just one of those one of those days today. Bad day at the office. It happens. We're not going to win every game. We're not going to draw every game. It's just disappointing, isn't it? It's um, <laughs> it's it's really it's really frustrating. Um, I'd really like to be a bit more positive than I'm being, but it is what it is. But let's not panic. Plenty of clubs have had far worse starts than we have at the start of this season. Let's let's be grateful for the points we do have. Let's build upon the victories. Let's learn from the defeats that we've had so far. Take that into the next game against Liverpool. And let's give them hell. Let's make St. James's Park is going to be absolutely bouncing. 
Liverpool are still going to be without Mane. They've got some excellent attacking talent in their in their ranks, so that's going to, that's going to be really difficult. A lot of mobility. You think about the likes of Lascelles, Clark, maybe aren't as mobile. We're going to be looking at Mbemba and Yedlin to help us out there in terms of pace and and and, and agility. Be a bit more dynamic in the back, but we'll again we'll do what we did against Stoke. We'll set up a couple of banks of four. And we'll break and we'll release. Maybe Gale gets a start. Maybe Benitez will keep his faith in Hosselu. I'd like to keep faith in Hosselu. You know, he, he he's had a couple. He's had about three very clear-cut chances in the last couple of games, which he hasn't converted. But what's to say if he doesn't? You know, he might convert one of those in the in the game against Liverpool. I say, let's give him another chance. But I, I just I would like to see a bit more creativity in the final third. Maybe it's time to see Marino and Shelby together in the same side. I'm not necessarily saying who who's forfeited. It would either be Hayden or Perez. You'd think if that was to be a, a case, or Benitez might might just play the same starting eleven again and feel that with a few tweaks here and there, we've got enough against Liverpool. But it'll be tough. Right now, I'll take. I'll absolutely. I'm sure most people would. Of course, take a draw against Liverpool. I think it'd be really important to to give a good performance and show more, you know, solidity at the back. Once again, we haven't been turned over by one by one of three shots on target that Brighton have had all game, which and the other one was very close to going in. in fairness, so things could have turned out a lot more differently today. They haven't. But yeah, don't shoot me. I'm just the messenger. Anyway, I'll leave you at that. Thanks very much for watching. And let's get behind the lads on Sunday for the Liverpool game. It's really important. I think that we, we give a, a huge atmosphere. Get the flags flying. Get the chance going. I really think it could be a special night. I think, I, I think we can, I think really think we can do something against Liverpool. And it will help us kick on. Let's hope so. Thanks very much for watching. Thanks very much for listening. If you've been doing so on iTunes and SoundCloud, please remember to subscribe on YouTube if you're watching or on the audio platforms as well. Follow us on Twitter and Facebook. All of the platforms and handles will be right after this on the closing credits. I've been Adam for the Two Network. Thanks very much. Not the right result today, but let's see if we can get a result against Liverpool. Thanks very much, everyone. Bye-bye.